to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts. This show promotes great health through good nutrition and physical activity, believing that in these last days that God wants us to prosper and be in good health. Before starting any exercise or nutritional plan, please talk with your physician. And now here are your hosts, personal trainers, and lifestyle coaches, James and Karen Roberts. Welcome to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. I'm James Roberts. And I'm Karen Roberts. And uh, today we've got a, hopefully a great show. Today we're talking about rest. <laughs> we've been talking about the principles that we believe are in the Bible, eight principles, nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest, relaxation, and trusting God. And before we get started, we're going to let Karen go give her fit tip. Karen, what's your fit tip about today? All right. So my fit tip is going to be about um, an exercise that we don't normally talk about, which is swimming and how swimming can benefit you health-wise. Okay. Well, here's Karen and the fit tip of the day. Hi, and thank you for joining me once again. Today, I have a new exercise for you although it's not really new. But James and I are always talking about ways to work out to help you reach a healthy weight as well as being fit. We often talk about resistance training and doing exercises with your body weight and going for a walk and so on. There are literally hundreds if not thousands of exercises that you can do every day to stay in shape. And Here's the one that we rare, rarely talk about, swimming. Swimming is an exercise that you can do at home, at the gym, or even on vacation. And most hotels have a pool. Philippians 4.13 says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Lots of people shy away from swimming as an exercise because they feel that they will not get the good results that they're looking for. They feel they can get better results from doing other exercises. And that's just not true. Most people don't realize that you can burn as many calories or more swimming than you can do weight training, running, or jogging. And for those of you that have a variety of um, pains such as knee, foot, back, or other joint problems, swimming is very easy on the joints. Swimming is one of the best toning and conditioning exercises you can do because it provides both aerobic and anaerobic workout due to the resistance from the water because there's no pounding. In fact, studies show that water provides 10 to 15% more resistance than air. So your muscles work harder when you're in the water. So you are likely to have a more defined toned physique from your workouts. There are four major swim strokes. The first one is freestyle, and that is the fastest one. And you use mostly your shoulders and upper back, and you can burn about 660 calories per hour. The second one is breaststroke. It's much slower, but very challenging because it requires you to power through the water. And you can burn up to 744 calories per hour. The third one is the backstroke. It looks very simple. However, you need to have strong abs for that stroke. And you can burn up to 596 calories per hour. 
And the fourth one is the butterfly. This one is the top of the calorie burner because you have to kick forcefully and push your upper body above the water to breathe. That one burns about 818 calories per hour. Now, often people want to know, what is the best swim stroke for me? My answer is the one that you will use. Because chances are, if you love doing the free stroke, then you will more likely do the free stroke more often. If you're a person who likes challenges and the free stroke is not challenging enough, then you may want to try the butterfly. Either way, you will get a great workout. So here's a couple of pool tips. Try going early in the morning or later in the evening where there's fewer people at the pool and chances are you will have a better chance of being able to do laps around the pool. And the other one is if you are not a swimmer, no worries because you can burn a great amount of calories in the shallow end of the water by doing flutter kicks while holding on to the side of the pool. So you want to swim about 30 minutes three to five times a week and that includes your warm-up and cool down. And remember, no exercise plan will work unless you are consistently working out and eating healthy. Okay, now you can go to livingfit.com.co on Facebook and click on to the swimming um, link to see the four strokes types that I just spoke about. So, there you have it. Another way to stay healthy, lean, and fit. And I pray that this message has been a blessing to you. And please feel free to share this information with anyone who you feel may benefit from it. And remember to tune in to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts today at 11 a.m. on WLJF 100.7 FM, The Joy. Okay, I hope that was a blessing to you. And as Karen says, anything that we uh, talk about here that you feel like you could share with somebody, that that's what reason why we're here, to make uh, life better and to make sure people get healthy. Right. Today, we're talking about the spiritual and physical uh, aspect of fasting from sickness to health. Uh, we talked about how resting your body from eating is, is one way of resting, so we wanted to make sure that we, we give you the benefit of knowing what it is to be on a fast and, and what you can do to be healthy by doing a fast. I would like to read Proverbs uh, 2, 1 through 6. It says, My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord, and you will gain knowledge of God, for the Lord grants wisdom. And what, what fasting is, is a way that you can actually gain some wisdom uh, spiritually and physically. You'll learn that if you fast, if you let your body rest from eating, that you will be able to actually uh, give your body time to heal. The body is such a miraculous 
thing that God has given us, and all we have to do is use it the right way, and uh, we can actually self-heal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Fasting has been done for centuries all over America, Europe, and other countries. It's, it's been well known to bring about triggers uh, of healing in, in pro, uh, the process of the body. So what I'd like to talk about today is what fasting uh, and healing uh, is effective in the body. Because research has shown that uh, when you fast, it does much more than people actually think it does. Uh, Karen and I often fast, and we do it because we felt and the benefits of it. And uh, actually, the 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 one thing that helped me with the fasting was the fact that uh, my back got better. Mm-hmm. My uh, I had uh, a tumor in my forearm that got better, and uh, even uh, my shoulders got better. I had mm-hmm. uh, problems with my shoulders, and and the thing that helps Karen and I with fasting is the fact that we know that it works. Right. And we we use it not only uh, for our physical health, but we use it for our spiritual health. Mm-hmm. And our walk with God is is much stronger when you're on a fast because. You have nothing to distract you from your study of God's Word and from your healing from your body. God actually speaks to you not only in your mind but in your body. And it's, it's actually such a blessing if, if, you, if you actually do it. Right. Uh, fasting in the dictionary actually says absence of food. And when you go to the doctor... The, the, the thing that he will say when he wants to do blood work is he'll ask you to uh, abstain from, from eating. He will ask you to do liquids. Uh, most of the time it's some kind of uh, water or he'll give you like uh, sometimes maybe... Uh, coffee or something like that. Yeah, well, I don't know, coffee. Coffee kind of uh, has a stimulant, but sometimes they do, but it, really I wouldn't... I wouldn't well, call I'm just that saying, they, they, yeah, they sell you you can have coffee, yeah, but, but, black coffee. But, but yeah. generally it's like uh, something soft, you know, and, and you don't want too much sugar or caffeine or something like that. But anyway, uh, fasting is that, uh, abstaining from food. Now, when Karen and I talk about fasting, a lot of people use a different, they call different things fast. And... Uh, when we talk about fasting, we're talking about uh, re- regenerating your cells. And uh, in our bodies, we have cells, uh, and we have pathways. We have 20-step pathway that uh, gives us two units of energy. Uh, this is where glucose goes down in your body. The end result of this 20-step pathway is a chemical form of glucose called pyruvate. Pyruvate is the chemical form of glucose that gets fed into eight-step pathways. And this eight-step pathway delivers to us 36 units of energy because uh, of the presence of oxygen. What I'm talking about here is that the, you have muscle cells and you have fat cells. And when you uh, are fasting, your body either will still be able to 
be able to pull in glucose from the fat stores out of your body. So mm -hmm. you won't, you, your body will not starve. Right. So that way, you know, a lot of people thinking that uh, they go into starvation mode if they fast. You do not. So in other words, you can look at your body as kind of like a food closet, right? Like when you stop eating, you can go in there and grab, your body goes inside itself basically and grab what it needs to keep going. Right. And when your body rests, uh, that gives your, your liver time to rest, your, your pancreas time to rest, and your kidneys time to rest. Because every time you, you take in food, uh, when, you, when you're eating, your, your pancreas uh, distributes glucose into your body. But when you stop eating, your liver starts working. And if you overeat, that means your liver has to start working before your pancreas actually finishes, finishes the work that it's supposed to do. So basically, you really don't need to buy all of these um, detox packages because if you simply let the body rest, the liver will detox itself just by not taking in food and calories. Yes, and, and we have, uh, I think before, we've given a show where we talked about the different types of fasting. We talked mm -hmm. about... Uh, most people fast every day. Now, when you go to bed, when you're, when you're sleeping, you are in a fasting mode you, from the time you sleep to the time you wake up. But what happens is most people eat too close to the time where they go to bed and they don't give their, time, their body enough time to rest in between meals. And detox itself. Yeah, right. detoxify itself. So also, when you're constantly eating, you're in, a, you're, you're in a constant state of fat storage, whereas when you fast, your body then changes to a fat-burning mode. Right. And, and it's like a, um, a cleaner. When you're not uh, eating, your body can go to the points, parts of your body that wasn't getting the 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 rest or uh, the uh, healing that it should have been getting, because uh, most most of the time we're 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 not even at rest when we stop eating because most people before they actually have finished digesting the meal from breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they're already eating again. <laughs> yeah. So the body never gets to. Uh, to actually get to the point of detoxification. Right. And most people, as we talked about with nutrition, the foods that we, most people take, do not take in enough nutrients in the course of a day to actually even pass the waste out of their body. So when, we, when we're fasting, at least our body has time to rest from the foods that we eat. And you're able to eliminate the food out of your body quicker so that you your body will be clean when you do fast so when when you think about fasting uh the way karen and i have been teaching people to to start out with is first of all make sure that you talk to your physician right because if you're on medications you you don't need to uh, go without eating for long periods of time 
But what we try to do is, when we're talking to people, we, we tell them the side effects of the medication that they're on. Because sometimes, even though we may put them on a, what they call, intermittent fast, mm-hmm. they feel like they are starving. Right. Because they, they are missing meals. And most people have been trained just from this country, the, set, the standard American diet, that we're supposed to eat three meals a day. Or more. Every two yeah. to three hours. Uh, yeah, and, and, and sometimes if you go to a trainer, most of them will tell you that you'll burn more calories if you eat more small meals, which may be true, but is your body able to heal at that, at that rate? You know what I'm saying? Because you're constantly feeding. The funny thing is that when you constantly feed your body, your body's going to constantly be hungry. And if you start fasting or do, doing periodic fasting, your, those um, feelings of hunger will not come as often because your body will then begin to adjust to missing meals. The, the, one, the one thing that we usually start people out with, and especially if they've been sick, is we do them, uh, we tell them just to remember that they can eat as much as they want to early in the morning uh, a lot because uh, getting people to start eating vegetables is very difficult if they haven't been used to eating them. Right. And so we always tell people to put in a lot of nutrients early in the morning because we do know that uh, early in the morning you have time to burn calories from uh, the time you wake up to the time you go to bed. The other thing is, is, is that when you go to eat lunch, don't worry about eating a large lunch. Eat, eat a medium-sized lunch, and the, the, smaller, the smaller meals should be uh, later in the day. dinner time, right. And preferably four hours before you go to bed. Right. And so what we try to tell people is, there are 24 hours in a day. And if you take eight hours and you have eight hours that you can eat in, that leaves you how many hours? It leaves you 16 hours. Yep. So when we first start people out on fasting, we tell them to do eight hours of eating and then 16 hours of no eating. Because most people, even though that you would think people would at least give 12 hours between meals. It doesn't happen. Right. And, but actually, you can gradually increase. If you cannot do 16 hours, at least I would say I would suggest to start somewhere. So if you typically go to bed and sleep 8 hours, try to add an extra 4 hours. That will give you 12 hours. And, you know, do that a couple of times until you can get up to 16 hours. And again, when we're talking about this type of a fast, we suggest that when you go to the gym, that you go to the gym in what we call a fasted state. Right. Uh, That lets your body burn calories too, and it helps your body metabolism to, and a lot of people think that they're uh, increasing their metabolism. In order to stop aging, you want to slow your metabolism some so that your body's not always burning fuel. And really, that that's good for a lot of people who, if you can go work out in the morning, and, and um, it tends to be easier that way because you've already gone all night without eating, 
And so then you can go work out fasted, which will help you burn more fat and calories versus having eaten all day and going to the gym in the evening. Depending on what time you go to the gym, the fasting period may not be as wide. And when, when you are not eating, then your body is eating away at those fat stores. Right. And, and so you're able to burn fat a lot quicker. So uh, what we suggest, too, is when you wake up in the morning, remember, always make sure you get water. Mm-hmm. Drink water before you go work out. Not food. Right. Water. Uh, when you roll out of bed, drink about at least four to eight ounces of water. While you're working out, drink water. Uh, water, water it will fuel your, your cells and your blood. And it'll help you off. feel fuller as right. well. That, that, that too. And then when you do eat your first meal, you, you'll actually be hungry. When most people eat in the morning, it's out of habit. Right. And eating in the morning because out of, out of habit uh, doesn't necessarily mean that you ate when you were hungry. And, and then we wait. We say, well, it's, it's 12 o'clock or 1130 or whatever. And we're eating again, not because we're hungry, but because we think that that's the way we're supposed to eat. Even I watched parents. Well, I remember when I was a kid, my, my, my mother would stop, call us in the house at lunchtime and say, you know, but we would be outside playing. Nowadays, kids don't get out and play like that. So actually, they burn off no calories, especially during the school day. In school, you're sitting at a desk all day. People need to actually be standing up more, being more active during the day. Right. And we tell people, sit down. You <laughs> see, <laughs> uh, but actually, every 30 minutes, people should be standing up. When right. we was in school, when I was coming up, we used to actually have a period in the morning where they made us stand up and say allegiance to the flag and stuff like that. And there would be periods where we would actually do exercises throughout the day. We had recess. Yeah. But this, this is happening for, uh, far and in between nowadays. And a lot of children don't get the exercise that they need throughout the day. And actually, a lot of schools have did away with physical activity. So it's nutrition, mm-hmm. exercise, yep. water. And then the other thing is that the person who, who is exercising on a fasted uh, stomach uh, uh, should go outside and get some sun right. and breathe some fresh air. When you're in the gym, inside the gym, remember you're inside a toxic environment because the, anything that's in that room, you're breathing in. Yeah. And our bodies has... Uh, several ways to pass off toxins mm-hmm. one is our skin yep. the other is our lungs the third is our urine and and the the main one is our our uh, uh, waste uh, going to the excretion mm-hmm. so that's through, uh, through our colon so we want to make sure that we are uh, understand that when we're when we're in the gym and we're sweating Toxins are coming out of our skin. Yep. When we're breathing in and out, like so that's why we have those ha- hair fibers in our nose. They're filters. They help block out these dust particles right. that we, we have in the air. 
But understand this, and I, and I think that Karen and I have already said this, that we always want to make sure that we open up windows and right. doors. And when you get in your car, when you start it, make sure that if you have a self-starter, roll down your windows because uh, you have people uh, be in garages and, and try to kill themselves with carbon dioxide. Fumes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they, all you have to do is just start your car inside of a garage, and guess what? The fumes come inside the car. Yeah. So you have to know from that that you are actually breathing in toxic air. And then the other thing is uh, when you drink your water, don't worry about how often you go to the bathroom. Right. Because passing out water out of your body, if you take it enough in, you won't dehydrate. And, yeah. mo- and dehydration also messes with your brain function. So right. you want to make sure you get plenty of water. And the other thing is that when you're, when you're eating vegetables, the right nutrients, getting the right nutrients in your body, uh, you'll go to the bathroom and you'll, you'll, uh, your colon will function correctly all these things work together to make you actually make your body, body function, function well healthy mm-hmm. and healthy and 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 you won't be sickly and and be uh, missing out on uh, feelings uh, sluggish most people are sluggish because they're eating all the time yeah and they're doing no exercise and and I, most foods that we eat have uh, sugar in it so even uh, a lot of foods have hidden sugar. So when you are eating all the time, you get a bo- burst of energy, but at the same time, you are, your energy drops as well. And we have to understand that when we eat, uh, when we're not hungry, then we are going to be somewhat sluggish. And when we worry, the Bible says that we should not worry what we're going to eat or drink. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, God will provide for us. Like, and so a lot of people spend more time worrying about mm-hmm. what they're going to be eating. Mm-hmm. And like, I often, you know, when I'm talking to people, I'll, I'll, I'll watch how they describe food. And it's, it amazes me how they do it sometimes. It's like, man, this is the greatest burger <laughs> or this is the greatest such and such in the world. But... The thing that happens is a lot of people are sick because of what they're eating. And what Karen and I have been trying to tell you is that fasting is really the quickest way for you to heal. Right. And the more more often you do it, the better off you are. So we start people out with 16 hours. I bump them up to 18 hours. And then I I say go, go, go. 24 hours. Well, I I do 20, then I do 24. Because a one-day fast will not kill you. Most people think that it will, but it won't. And actually, it's suggested that you do at least 24 to 48 hours each week. And don't worry about where you'll get your protein from and all these other nutrients because your body has enough stored up that our bodies are made to fast. We would not have evolved to this point had we not gone periods without eating. So this is something that we should already be accustomed to. You know, I, 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 now that I have been fasting as often as I do, I feel much better when I go on a fast. And my body 
recovered so so much better. And if you could see some of the problems that, that Karen and I both have had, even though we're, we've been athletes, we've been working out all of our lives, we have still had problems. And it came from what we were eating. And just letting our body rest from the foods that we eat was the thing that actually cured us. And it will cure you too. But you have to realize that once you, uh, uh, any kind of an addict stops doing what they do, they're gonna go through a period of detoxification. And that period is very strenuous and it's, it makes you kind of shaky. So don't be afraid of that. Well, thank you so much for listening today. Sorry, uh, but we just want you to know that should you need any help, and if there's any way we can help you, that call us, listen to the announcer, and they will give you the information you need to contact us. This has been James Roberts. And Karen Roberts. Keep living fit. And doing what matters. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Yep. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or a fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call 336-285-5999. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.